I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Text Message with me, Nate Langson. Hello. And, uh, hi. Uh, and me, Ian Morris. Hello. I came up with a life hack over the last couple of weeks I wanted to share with you, Ian. It involves brushing one's teeth. Uh-huh. Would you like to know what it is? Yes, please. Good. Um, it's called playing solitaire slash patience while brushing one's teeth. It, I find brushing my teeth to be exceptionally boring. That is true. There's not really much you can do. And much as I relish the, the, the joy of silence and, and giving oneself a bit of peace in the day and not filling the day with absolutely anything because that annoys me, I do find that standing and brushing the teeth is uh, for some reason incredibly dull and tedious if you play solitaire while doing it the time just flies by um are we talking about solitaire with a deck of cards or solitaire on a device of some kind well not with a deck of cards that would be ambitious in a bathroom but uh i I mean this in the digital form on a phone why don't you just you know browse the internet or something because tiktok because you've got more weird tiktoks to send me haven't you I just Clearly. think I just think do I, it's it, I don't know what it is. It's something. It's something about specifically playing that little game doesn't feel like wasting time in the way that social media does, and it feels like I'm doing a little bit with my brain while doing a little bit with my hand, so to speak. Yes. Um. And it's uh, it's quite nice. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that because I'm in the mood for sharing today. That is today's word of the day: sharing. Okay. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that, but I appreciate the insight. Okay, well, let's talk about some news, um, because later on we're going to talk about things that aren't news. They're just things that have happened to us. Specifically, I bought a new Mac and need to justify it. So um, what I would actually have liked to talk about today is that there were some uh, stories over the last couple of days about uh, a UK law firm considering taking legal action against a certain popular streaming platform in fact we need to say the name netflix because there was some uh i've not seen it but there's some i have real world squid game game it's really good actually right so it's real people doing dangerous things not dangerous but in the in the vein of the actual game squid game now exactly we're not going to talk about it but we are going to mention it here briefly that apparently some people got injured and i have absolutely zero sympathy me too <laughs> because the whole premise of squid game and the reason it was so popular is because huge numbers of people competed against very d- damaged individuals at games that were clearly fatal in the making yes and died horribly and if you volunteer to be part of a real version of that game and you hurt yourself then i'm sorry you've only got you and your stupid brain and your stupid decisions to blame so that's basically what i thought i mean it, it i can see so they did it was they recorded it in a cold snap in the uk last year yeah 
um and um the and the outdoor bit where they do the red light green light game right i think took a really really long time to do and you can oh, see and they why they got cold did they and they got very very oh, cold oh dear it's almost like they signed up thinking it was a game based on hugs and cuddles and staying warm <laughs> idiots anyway I, yeah well i mean it's it's ridiculous and mike in the chat says i failed to see what netflix's ability here is uh, quite i mean you know it was it wasn't fatal like if someone had actually you know died i could see the argument but they they needed treatment i i think in a hospital i think you know that is the risk of any of these sort of outdoor games i mean you know the japanese have been at it with what's it called um Tegeshi's castle or yeah similar um for quite some time and people just seem to suck that up um and that looks far worse frankly i um, don't know it's it's it, it's 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 nuts and it's it was shot a bit of that was shot in britain apparently um it's all well nuts. i think it all was oh was it well, yeah should have taken a it's, page from the total wipeout book and shoot it in where's argentina they shoot yeah, it yeah 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 it um it 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 looks incredible it's well worth watching just to see how they physically because in squid game most of those sets are not real you know there are small portions of them and the rest is cg yeah. or you know visual effects um but obviously to do a game show in that you have to actually build it it's very impressive anyway for a story that we said we weren't going to talk about except briefly <laughs> we've talked about it for quite a considerable amount of time so. well I, only because i've just been watching it like i've literally just watched it so mm. that it was fresh in my mind and it, it's well worth watching i i was i was skeptical but there's it's it's got lots of americans on with uh, all saying we've got this and making outrageous claims that cannot be substantiated in games of chance it's mm. really very entertaining uh, i won't be watching it it sounds terrible and it's not you um, should and uh, i have no sympathy for them uh, i wish it the worst so <laughs> the register gave birth to our first actual story this week um so ian very kindly wiped away the afterbirth and read from the newborn's face. Sorry for the mental image there. I don't know what that's about. Absolutely uh, anyway, horrendous. The news is as follows. The UK's Information Commissioner's Office has insisted that opting out of cookies must be as simple as opting in. Essentially, users need to be able to click a accept all button or a reject all button Sounds good. for advertising cookies. These are the things that are supposedly useful that pop up every time you visit a bloody website and says, do you accept we respect your privacy? What ah. I actually mean is we respect your ability to complain about us to a body that has a modest amount of power to enforce infractions of a law. Um, anyway, the ICO said some websites aren't giving users fair enough choices. And I think we've all seen this where there's a very big green uh, attractive button to accept everything uh, and sometimes to hunt around uh, or just to, to opt out. You have to hunt around and there's something like a... Um, check my options and you click on that and then you have to untick all these boxes and it really is a faff um even though i do do it when when required so the idea here is that uh, you have to have a big attractive button that says no um anyway ico said that some websites are not following through in the uk they are not making it clear enough they are supposed to make it easy to opt out and they are not doing so they have given them 30 days notice uh, these are some of the UK's most visited websites, and apparently these are egregiously disobeying the rules of the road, and so they, they've they got to comply. 
or they face fines, which could be as much as either £17.5 million, pounds, not a lot of money, or... 4% of their annual worldwide turnover in the preceding financial year, whichever is highest. And I strongly suspect if you're a very large website, then your 4% is probably going to be higher than 70 million. Anyway, the annoying thing is the company that is the ICO has not said which websites are the worst mm. offenders. And I've had a, de- a devil of a job, Ian, trying to find out. I went through the comments page on the register article that I found this on to see if anyone flagged any. And the only one I could see hypothesized about is the daily mail based on a user's experience but that's conjecture and untested by me because i'd rather rub (laughs) eucalyptus oil into my eyeballs than visit the daily mail's website um so anyway I'm i'm a bit confused i thought we'd moved beyond all the cookie nonsense after brexit apparently not apparently our exit from the eu couldn't even give us this one good thing and some websites are still abusing it so ian opinions i'm sure you have them please dispense them into my head I mean, this this absolutely is. I I absolutely want this to happen, one hundred percent. I I we need to dissuade uh, companies from behaving in this way. But can I tell you that if you get Ghostery, uh, a plugin available for all major browsers, it will automatically opt you out of all of those tracking things. Basically, the thing pops up. You give it somewhere between no seconds and five seconds and the box just goes away with do not consent handed over automatically it is game changing i absolutely love it ah, ghostery so, i have well worth it, it. yeah ghostery is great i didn't know it did that i pay for something called um i think it's called one blocker that's supposed to do that as well as many other things and um but it doesn't seem to be doing a good enough job because i do still get quite a few cookie pop-ups <laughs> kate um, in well, our live chat says i have ghostery mine doesn't seem to do that is there a setting i have to turn on almost certainly there is it should ask you um but i'm just trying i'm just having a look through there's it, there should be an option in the settings that's just called never consent so have a look for that um now you and know, this just shouldn't be a thing we shouldn't no. need a tool like this and it's annoying and the thing is that makes me even more annoyed about this is that the people that put these rules into place and someone did i I see in in a comment somewhere they'd said oh this is gdpr and i don't think it's gdpr i think it's a different one it's called something else like the privacy something rights something i think it's short to is it p-e-c-r I should have put this in the script. I didn't. I, I can only remember that because I thought I it sounded remember, like Pekka, yeah. which I thought was funny. Um, but it feels like the people that put these laws in place are also web users and presumably are just as naffed off by the whole thing as we are. And yet still, it persists like a cold sore on the face of a bad decision. Yes. I, I mean, that would, be, that would be my take. It, it, it annoys everyone. And for some reason, it's still going on. It's become, a, it's become a joke because obviously the law mandated that we had to be given the opportunity and it became worse than just being opted in automatically because you feel like it's a job and it takes ages to do. And often there are, you know, like I, I, I liken it to smart TVs where essentially you're forced to decline every single agreement 
So it involves going through something like 300 tick boxes to say, no, I don't consent to this one. No, I don't consent to this one. There is no, no, I don't consent to all of these. If you want, if you want to have any control over it, you have to do it manually. And it sort of feels like that with, with the web as well. And, uh, you know, some websites are absolutely terrible for it. You know, you will, there'll be a list and you will have to untick every box, um, you know, for, you know, every partner that they send data to. The other advantage of Ghostery is that it just flat out blocks tracking anyway. So it blocks ads, it blocks tracking. It's pretty good on YouTube ads. Um, you know, you can whitelist YouTube if you're happy to support them in their quest to annoy us all with constant advertising. Uh, but it's just good around the web. And, you know, we all know that internet ads are a vector for malware and viruses. So really, they deserve to be turned off. In fact, yeah. a lot of companies do it by default. I've said this before, that ads on the web currently are among the least annoying parts of browsing the web, which is a very strange thing. In, it, in a world of cookie pop-ups and sense videos and um, please disable this or I'm sorry we don't have a gdpr compliant version so you can't visit our website like all of these things just make it so annoying to browse the web and actually i'd give a lot to go back to a world where the annoying thing was an ad in the corner of the page because at yeah. least the page is loaded and you could read the damn content i'm in a very grisly mood today and i, I don't know why because I've, <laughs> I've actually had a very good day if you if you visit one of the daily mirrors sites or you know any of the regional ones that reach own you can't even see the content on a phone it's so festooned with advertising and i'm like do they think this is the way to go about this is this is this really how they think they're going to survive the next 10 years because it isn't frankly and it's a, such a horrible experience i would never willingly click on anything without uh, having you know going through ghostery first or you know or, or anything just better than the standard experience which is unreadable my favorite tactic of a website is um is that bit where you scroll down the page and and, and wait for a moment and then it asks you sub to subscribe to a Ugh. newsletter and i think well you've just no. got in the way of the one thing that you had my <laughs> attention with why do you think this is the appropriate time to try and get me to do something else? So, um, it's along the same lines as pressing play on a streaming service. And just before you press play and get to see the thing that you want to see, you're shown an ad for, hey, I see you're trying to watch the thing you've paid for. How about this other thing? That's annoying. Yes, that oh, irritates me as well. While I'm on the subject, that other bit that the websites do these days, which is where you scroll back up to the address bar and it detects that, and says hey before you leave yes please such and such i'm like get out of my mind you cretin yeah it, it's the um it's anything that happens on that mouse moving up towards the top of the screen i just do not want to be involved with your website anymore i, I don't know how who thought that was a good idea or why they think they've got the right to interrupt my mousing um <laughs> but they don't yes and i hate them for it do you know what though? I bet it's effective. I bet it worked. I bet all of these things actually work really well, and that's why they keep happening. Well, not but... for me. No. Well, no. That's true. I was just uh, looking for. I've got a screenshot somewhere of a, of a mirror group or you know a reach site that has. I was going to try and put it in the chat, but I can't find it now. I'll see if I can get it later because it's so funny what you can actually see in the web page. Nothing essentially. Anyway, do carry on. Thank you. Uh, 
Kate in the live chat says, newspaper pop-ups are awful, but small businesses don't really have a choice because social media is so bad for reaching people now. Newsletters are basically the most reliable way of promoting themselves and pop-ups do work well, unfortunately. That's the thing. I actually agree with the whole concept of, of newsletters because the social media experience is, I think to use the industry term, piss poor. Um, I think it's... Do you know what it is? It's not even... The more I think about it, it's not even the popping up of the subscription it's the fact that they always completely obscure the entire screen that's the bit that yeah. bugs me but as kate says it's probably very very effective um but. maybe but that doesn't mean it's a it's a good experience for anyone and that doesn't mean that you know it might might be somewhat useful for grabbing a few people but once those people have been got you're not going to it's just going to annoy people. Mm. Well, have you been annoyed by a thing recently? If so, let us know that thing by sending us an email, hello at uktechshow.com. If you've also got an example of a particularly egregious use of cookie pop-ups and the lack of reject all ability therein, then do send us that uh, again. And uh, that would be, that would be, it'd just be tremendously helpful. Hello at uktechshow.com so nate a few years ago the bbc told me that it wasn't ready or capable of providing broadcast tv over broadband um, not because people weren't ready as such but because no. the infrastructure to serve such a large percentage of the public via the internet was simply too demanding um now, that hasn't stopped the debate continuing around spectrum allocation. Um, and some want, well, some, I mean, mobile networks, want broadcast TV to share their spectrum with mobile. Or maybe even to shut down broadcast altogether at some point in the future um, and use that capacity for mobile services. That has its merits, I've no doubt. But seriously doubt the British public is quite ready for that yet. The debate... Uh, in this particular example, is around the frequencies uh, around 470 to 694 megahertz. I'm sure you're very familiar with them. Oh, and we're, um, we're, we're best friends. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it might not be too surprising either to note that EE, Vodafone and 3, and O2 also actually, all want this spectrum to be shared, while the broadcasters are less keen for obvious reasons. Um, and we shouldn't forget that mobile networks want this to make more money, um, possibly by charging us to get the TV over the services that were free, our spectrum, essentially, because it is ours. Um, and But they want to get their you know fat sausages into it. Now, I should point out that the proposal here is for something called co-primary allocation, meaning that the spectrum would be more open to either mobile or digital TV or some sort of mix of the two. So maybe taking some of the spectrum away for mobile. Um, but it's likely going to need a pan-European decision because obviously there is quite a lot of, you know, risk of interference. You couldn't have, say, France saying yes to this and Germany saying no because that would cause all sorts of problems. So I guess, Nate, the question for you and our live chat is what do we think of this? Do we think that we should accept that the days of over-the-air broadcast are coming to an end or is it something we should keep fighting to keep? Well, is the argument here that, that somebody wants to turn off freeview so that the mobile networks can give speedier 
service and because you now can broadcast over mobile networks then you should no i don't think that's quite what they're saying so this is the world radio communications conference wrc 23 um and it has representatives representatives from uk broadcasters i think they provide a submission through ofcom um, and they get to have their say about how they think that the, the spectrum should be used in the future. So I think it's it's not so much necessarily that we're in immediate risk of them turning it off, but it's quite obvious that that's the way it's going. It feels to me like there are, you know, the, with the decreasing amount of people who watch over-the-air TV and the increasing amount that watch it on demand, you might argue that using that space for TV is wasteful, perhaps even um because it's it's a minority of people probably at this point maybe not a minority but certainly the smart switched on people and that sounds rude but you know like it's the people who are still using aerials are likely to be older people they're likely to be people who maybe don't have access to good quality internet access so i'm not in any way suggesting that that would be the right decision because actually it's those people that we should be fighting harder to protect well but i can think I, they can want I, can to I, can I mix throw a, it up a bit yeah go on can i throw a spanner into your work of course you can okay spanner away okay here it comes there it went um <laughs> i just put up an aerial on top of my house yes and you're very online and, and i'm very on. not a pensioner um very not a pensioner and I mean, I should point out, actually, it blew off the roof the other day during oh, that, that storm we had, oh, um, no. which which was disappointing. It's currently standing on the patio around the back of the house and seems to get generally perfect reception with the exception <laughs> of uh, the creation. It's just craft. a bit unsightly, though, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And I, and I keep meaning to go back up there, but I have better things to do, so haven't. Um, but it will go back up. But the reason for putting the aerial up there isn't because we don't have a, the ability to stream TV. It's that I like being able to have the TV over the air m- move into my media center, which then allows me to do much more with it than I can do by streaming from iPlayer. Mm. I can consolidate the TV broadcast into the media server, which powers everything that we have in the house. And on top of that, the quality is a hell of a lot better, as is the frame rate. Is it? And I, yes, it is. BBC HD comes into my machine at something like 10 megabits per second. Oh, right. I'm with you. Yes, yes. So over the air is better. Yeah, of course it is. It's so There's much no, better. And I think, no that gets, I think that gets lost in the argument here that actually the quality is significantly better it yeah, is really I, good really i good. agree i mean i i'm all for because um i i i blu-rays uh ultra hd blu-rays all these things you know they're all better than streaming streaming's garbage and if people you know and i, I realize that convenience for most people trumps almost everything else but the fact is it is extremely low quality streaming for lots of reasons um, it might be your internet's not quite good enough. It might be that the compression is just a bit garbage. But generally speaking, if you were to get a nice ultra HD Blu-ray, the quality is like nothing you've ever experienced. It's like being in a cinema. So I'm all for traditional formats and broadcast because people put a lot of effort into it. Like the broadcast chain, there's people spend a lot of time thinking about that and building it in a way that delivers the maximum possible quality. So let's go back to your question about yeah. turning things off because not all channels are born equal. Um, no. There are really good channels like BBC4 
um and to a lesser extent bbc2 um create and craft challenge um and then challenge i mean you don't need much bandwidth for challenge given that almost all of its library is from the late 80s and early 90s yes and then you've got the less important channels like um tv4 plus one yeah that's a really good example now i would be happy very happy in fact to dispense with itv4 plus one yes in any plus one really is unnecessary yeah let's just do minus let's just do plus zero um and use that bandwidth that that spectrum to increase the capacity of 5g or 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 increase the reach of something else and i'm hoping Ian, that you're going to give the answer to why that's not possible, but I just no, well, I mean, think... it, it, it sort of is possible, and that, you might say that's part of what they're sort of proposing here is the idea that some of those frequencies will be refarmed for 5G, 6G, whatever, um, and there's quite they're, they're quite wide channels, so that you can get quite a lot of resources into them. Um, that would reduce the amount of available stuff on Freeview, but would it would it reduce it? to only the good things you know would it be bbc one two three four you know bbc one two three four itv one and two maybe or three maybe three and four as well channel four four film four and channel five you know if it was just those channels would anyone be too fast do we need um home shopping tv i don't even know what's on freeview anymore i do not well, have an I'll aerial tell you, i will tell you now that the creating craft channel which is home shopping is i mean it's certainly kate's favorite channel it's part of the reason that we keep the tv plugged into the aerial because it, she watches that more than anything else but i i just had a quick look at itvb which <laughs> includes the only way is essex the real housewives of cheshire and sam and billy the mummy diaries not only is that vacuous and pointless and really we could all easily live without any of that there's also itvb plus one so if you missed the Real Housewives of Cheshire, heaven forbid, uh, you can watch it one hour later. Now, that doesn't help you if you're two hours late. No. So surely, what's the point? Get rid of it. No, no I one, agree with that. No one needs it. And, 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 and you know, there, and there, is a, there is definitely an argument to be made for that. I think the pro- possibly the problem is that once you start down this path, it becomes so, somewhat of an unstoppable machine. And the, and the point becomes that well now people aren't getting very much value from their free view so we might as well shut it down and take it all online now we're just not going to be able to do that it's it's not going to be practical we we there are plenty of parts of the country where there is no decent broadband infrastructure um you know if these mobile networks were legally mandated to provide free broadband to every bit of the country or something you know where there was no other way for people to get broadband then i could see your argument maybe that might that might be perfectly valid but as it stands that's not going to happen that what they're going to do is they're going to take the spectrum that we own and then they're going to sell it back to us and we're not going to get anything for it unlike tv where at least we're getting a service that we don't have to buy expensive equipment for that we apart from the license fee, don't really have to spend a huge amount of a subscription on that doesn't increase massively once every year in line with inflation. You know, these are all things to think about. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 and the quality argument as well, you know, like delivering higher quality TV and also um, preventing the expansion of Freeview means that we'll never get 4K over the air 
in a in an ongoing and reliable way um and that would be good if we could have 4k free view but it won't happen if we're chunking that bandwidth off to mobile providers because we'll never get it back i was just looking at this uh this channel uh yars uh channel 211 <laughs> on freeview currently one hour of almost naked animals all day and sorry uh, hold on almost naked animals i mean animals are naked that's it says uh the summary seven free-spirited underwear clad animals run a beachfront hotel called what? the banana cabana and do their best to make each day more fun than the last now, i mean this, this is either brilliant or absolutely terrible i don't know which i haven't seen it i don't know i just feel like we could probably do without that I don't feel like anyone's life's going to be made worse because they don't have access to nearly naked animals running a beachfront hotel. Maybe I'm just being biased, but I just think uh, I that's that's my point. Uh, that said, on Mech Plus, channel 290, they are screening uh, Robot Wars by the looks of it all day, which is, seems like a brilliant use of Spectrum. You better keep that one around. Yes, there we go. I mean, there's also that's Christmas currently streaming on uh, on Freeview. That now, doesn't seem necessary. Uh, no, I've seen that. Uh, it's funny that that's playing in November because not only is it pointless, it's also a lie. It's not <laughs> Christmas. It's November. Yes, and then there's that's sixties. I don't know what that does. Uh, um, yeah, a, a bunch. There's 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 quite a lot of stuff that I hadn't actually realized was on freeview i mean i haven't looked at freeview for years well um, you have access to my media server and i have the freeview thing plugged all the yes, way through that so you can you can check that at any time the i could i'm probably still not going to though no you'd be missing out on creating craft uh, i which is... don't feel that i am i already feel like there's not enough time in the day to um I, well i say do things but that's not really what i do there's not enough time in the day for me to idly watch television as it is. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't, you're missing really. I'd honest. welcome emails on this subject from people. You know, what do you think? Do you think mm. that we could do without great movies extra? <laughs> plus one. Uh, yeah. Well, great TV has a plus one. Great movies extra does it, but there is great Christmas mix. And blaze. I don't know what any of these things do. I think this conversation's run its course. Um, hello at uktechshow.com is where you can send us your opinion on which channels on Freeview should be axed in favour of freeing up more spectrum for mobile broadband. Uh, I think we are conclusive in our assessment, but what do you think? Gems let, TV has to go. Let, let us know. Uh, Rich Bruce, by the way, just pointed this out in the live chat, says where we live, we can only get a few channels over the air. We use FreeSat instead and find it's great. What I will point out is it's basically the same. It's just delivered over satellite. Instead well, may of... may maybe that's maybe that's the answer. Maybe we say, OK, well, we're going to just use satellite instead of that. But you still, still got to pay for it, right? We've still got to transition all the aerials over to satellite dishes. It's it's a it's a challenge. It is. Yeah. And one involves sending things into space which I find generally complicates all things. I'd like to thank our patrons for supporting us, uh, much like a truss. Um, yes. Not a Liz truss, just a general, just a general truss. Um, people like John and Mike and Rich, 
they're listening to us live right now and everyone who supports us on patreon can do that patreon.com forward slash uk tech that's where to go to get the ad free version of the show and the full version of the show and the back catalog and all that good stuff thank you and uh, be one of the hands that supports us during a crowd surf yes exactly (laughs) running your hands across our backs as we podcast into the next century and for those of you currently with a mental image of almost touching ian slightly too affectionately i uh, he, apo- <laughs> he apologizes for that mental image uh, but you can also support us fortunately for free by leaving us a review in apple podcasts starring us in spotify they are the best way of supporting us because it helps us find new listeners and yes. we could always do with more new listeners tell Please a friend do- we won't check but you- if you do that would be helpful it would anyway if you're getting the longer full version of the show then you're about to hear another story and here it comes that's going to do it for this week ian it's been a great pleasure for me i hope it has been for you very much so i think we did a good job today and i hope it's been worth it for listeners we'll be back in another week and until then i wish you all a fun and frolicking end of this month we called november hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style